Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, just in case you're not sure if you're in the right place, right now we're doing um, on track to how to make better campus content. We have here our speaker, Madikana Majila from the University of Limpopo, who will be speaking to us about this. And could we please give him a good round of applause? Okay, great. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Yeah, I'm told I have to run because I think we have like 15 minutes to go through this and I have like 30 slides to go through. But don't worry about that because most of it is just pictures, just very short videos. Um, and what I like most about running this session now is that we've been hearing stuff about content, content, content all day. So it makes it very, very easy because I don't even need to go into the nitty of what is content and all of those, right? Okay, great. Maybe... Um, let me just check. How many people here come from community radio stations or campus radio stations? Ooh, it's nice. That's great. How many people here actually come from institutions of higher learning and they teach radio or they're involved in training for radio? Okay. Okay, great. That's good. Why am I asking this question? I'm asking this question because this whole of this session is basically about your role in making sure that those who leave the community radio station or those that leave uh, um, 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 higher education and get into practice, get into radio, can do this better without having to worry a whole lot about this. Why am, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because, one, who trains? Who's the guy that's responsible for making sure that we know the stuff that we know? We contribute in the news, we run all these nice programs. Uh, think about the music compilers. Who trains a music compiler to be good in all these genres? Is it a lecturer in class, university? Let's be honest. Do you, do you stand there and say, yeah, to be good in jazz, so you actually have to be able to do one, two, three, and what's or not? That's stuff that we don't even teach, right? We don't. We just simply tell you, look, in the media studies program, do whatever that you do and do it best, and then go and do what you can do wherever. But that has to change. Why am I saying this? Because the industry is so big that if you're not good, if you're weak, you won't survive. Think about the number of radio stations that you have right here in Jobek. Commercial radio stations. Kai, let's start with Kai. How many times do you think they'll give you an opportunity to, uh, to audition if you go once and then don't, you don't crack it? Just once. You go there like, hi, my name is Marikana, so I come from Limpopo. Yeah, this is Kai FM. Like, oh, okay. Dude, are you, are you like serious? That's your best? I'm like, yeah, so I've been doing this for quite some years. Like, no. Go. They won't give you a chance to do it over and over and over again. And the only place where this can be done is at campus radio, is at community radio. Because there... I know we normally criticize. No, you guys are not professional. You do this, you do that. But actually, that's the best place to learn. Hmm? Because you can be a news editor after just three months of joining. You can be the station manager after how long? Maybe after running the programs for two or three years. What I'm saying is, at a commentary station, you have opportunity to do almost pretty much everything that's there. That needs to be done. I'm saying this because... Um, I thought about my case, where I come from. There's about 250 students that we graduate yearly. The students do radio production. 
and I'm thinking about the number of radio stations that you have in the country. I don't want to count the SABC. And I'm thinking, if I have 250, VETS has 150. I'm not talking about honors, by the way. TUT has 300, maybe. Rosebank College has how many? 70 after six months. And then the other college next door has like 40 or 45. After a month, they give you a certificate and all of those. Where are these people going? Who are they working for? Because why don't want them? Why want somebody who's good? They're looking for somebody now who's maybe at Kaya that they want to poach. If we don't make this work at our level, then it's not going to work. So what's our idea coming from where I come from? It's very, very simple. So we work with the industry. And the industry, I'm not talking about YFM, I'm not talking about Metro, I'm not talking about Ukozi and all of those. I'm talking about you guys. I'm talking about the community radio. We work with the community radio, we influence the community radio, we say, hey, look, you don't have to spend a lot of money producing programs. Because we're here, we know the best way of doing it, and the best way of doing it is, where are these people? Lecture halls. Where is your expert? Do you need to call the SABC to get somebody who's better? No, there's a lecturer who's teaching the exact same thing just right here. Why don't you use this person to get all whatever that you need for your program? But no, we don't think about that. But what, what, what we actually want, we need to call somebody that we saw on ETV. We need, we need that person because we want them to contribute or say whatever that they want to do. So we shape the content and then, once we shape the content, then we become... Um, sorry, the, the, the industry, then we personally become the industry. I just put this together, um, this very, very short clip. Can I, can, can I just get this played? Okay, silence, yeah. please. <laughs> Sugar gives us energy. And then I ask, why FM wants somebody to record an ad? Do you think they want this? <laughs> Hell no, they don't want that. They want somebody who's going to get there and get the thing done now, and then it's done, then they put it up there. But who trains these people? Who gets you to do it over and over and over again until you become good? That's the community radio, that's us. That's the work that we do. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're at a community radio station and then you're not taking that serious, I don't know what you want, because why is not going to hire you? They don't want you. They only want you when you start complaining about how much money you get from that same community radio station. But what is content? How do you get to make content that's very, very relevant for you and very, very relevant for the people that you listen to? Now, here's our methodology. I think the theme for this year came quite nicely because we just learn, we engage, and we share. And that's exactly what we do. So what do we do at the University of Limpopo? Very, very simple. We sit, we stand, we play, we do all these things with our students in class. Uh, we teach them, you know. You press here. I remember when I joined the university, and the mixer is still there. Who knows the RM100? Soundcraft. You know how powerful that is? I've been training with that since 2009. Kaya doesn't have that. They have something very, very fancy now. Hmm? 
And if you don't know how to operate that, they don't have time for you. Uh, sorry, where do you come from? Um, worst case scenario, Limpopo. Limpopo, oh. Go try next door. When. We're busy here. We need people from vets or roads and, 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 and at what's or not. So our methodology is very simple. So we, we train our students in waste instead of the art facilities. We help them break this stuff. I know this. My, my boss is not here, so I'm, I can say it safely. We help our students break the same equipment. Huh? Because that's how we learn. Why doesn't have time for that? You break it, you out. But come on, let's be realistic here. How do you know how to cure a song if you've never done it before? And the university is the only place where you can do that. But not all universities. Universities that invest in this kind of equipment. And look, we, we just spent 1.5 million now buying studios. Can you imagine what's going to happen this semester? Because it's all breaking, breaking, and breaking the equipment. Okay, great. So, let's talk about learn now. I said we learn. Learning does not necessarily mean we just stand or sit in our studios and do all that kind of work. We travel. Um, part of what we do, I was very, very interested. Yesterday I was here for a different conference, and I'm in mean, workshop. We're, tra we're talking about um, media curriculum, and somebody said something very, very interesting about tourism. And I said, oh, yes, that's my field, media and tourism. We travel. We go to as many community stations as possible. Why do we do this? Because we need to contribute content. We need content that's relevant, content that speaks to the local people. We're tired of being Tibotaj on Palaburo FM. That doesn't work. People want to listen and hear their own stories. We've been sitting here all morning. Everything that we've been listening to is how do you make your brand better? How do you make it work? Hmm? Know your target market? Know the kind of people who listen to your radio station and make sure that you make your content work from that. But does that really work? Hell no, for me it doesn't, because I don't hear the voice of these very same people that you call your target. We never hear anything now. ANC is hosting its fifth uh, um, policy conference. How many of you have ever heard from ordinary South Africans on radio about this conference? None. Jackson Temple. No, we are busy working. Everything is going in order. That's the only voice that you hear. The people that listen to these very same stations don't have a say in the news, in the programs, in everything that they say, except when they want you to do what? Tweet, call, or comment on their Facebook post, and what's or not. I know most of you, especially if you come from a commercial radio station, or maybe a commercial radio station, you're not going to like uh, the video. <laughs> <laughs> This is at Palaburo FM. So what we do is we get there and say, hey, look, we have a team of students here. They're about 10. They do radio production. They're very passionate about radio, and they want to make a contribution. Okay? Can let these guys work for your radio station for the, just today. We challenge you. We say, these guys are good. How do we know? Because we taught them. These guys are good. Just tell them what to do for the day, and they will get it done. Okay? There's a, a challenge, though. We always come with very, very big numbers. This is Moodsa FM. It's also in Limpopo. You can just look at the number of people who are here, and this poor guy has to tell them what this little thing here is, because it looks completely different from the RM100 that they've been using the entire time. Okay? And then this one here is Lipalale FM, just on the other side. 
This is also a Palale FM, and you can look. I mean, you can see here, my friend is terrified because this thing looks so new. I've never seen it before. And that's the stuff that we work with at Kumin Trade Station. I mean, you can take a tour, just go around. If MDDA doesn't come to their rescue, they're still on RM100. And I have proof because some of the pictures that I'm going to show next show you exactly that. That if you don't invest in state of the art equipment, if you don't invest in state of the art facilities, no one is going to take you serious. Okay, good. Now, we learn, we learn, we learn, we learn. Now, this comes a time now where we engage with these communities. We go from the radio station, we've been standing there, seeing how the equipment looks, touching this, touching that. Now, we go to the local people. What do we do with these local people?、Hmm? We say, okay, so the news editor says,、uh, he's got some stories, but he's not sure if these stories are relevant and what's or not. Then we, our team, go s to the community. Say we came to VETS. So what do we do? We drive around Bramfontein and look for stories, local stories. We look for local voices.、Hmm? So we say this fifth、uh, uh, ANC's、uh, conference, what do you think as a student around TEF, I mean, around VETS? How does that? You know, come into play. How is this part of your life and all of those? And then we play it where? The very same radio station. Okay? But with us here, what's nice is that we only engage mostly rural communities. And what I like about this rural community, guys, is that they always want to prove a point. They show you, like, hey. For me to do news from this side, all what I'm going to do, to do just link what digital studio. That's PCS. Can you see this mixer? This is Radio Bush Pagres. It's down, was used to be in Limpopo, now it's in Pumalang. This young man here, I think he studied at,、uh, it's not Rosebank, but one of those colleges. And then now he has a team of students that come from the university. And now he has to show them all this kind of stuff that's there. You can imagine how intimidating that is.、Huh? So this guy shows up, they say he comes from the university and you've been working for the station. And You actually don't have any kind of formal education. And then this guy is here and he's supposed to show them how you use the same mixer that you have at your own radio station. So it's a part of what you do. So we engage with these people at all these k i n d of levels. This is a mobile radio st-、uh, studio for a local community radio station as well. These are my students, they're not the presenters for,、um, for, 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 for the thingy. So what we did is okay, so you guys have a mobile studio. Okay, great. Let's go to your community with this studio. Let's drive it there. And actually, you know, run some links from that community. You know, what's happening around here? I remember it was during the、um, Heritage Month last year, and we said, okay, let's just go down there and see basically what happens.、Uh, this is Libuaho,、um, my firm. They also be using BCS.、Uh, and this is us. We just arrived. And what we want to do is to make sure that we invade the place, okay? Go and engage as many people as possible and make sure we talk to whoever that's around the community and contribute as much content as possible. This is,、uh, what is this? Libuahome FM, it's 98, 89.9, it's also in Limpopo. So we share. How do we share whatever content that we come across? I didn't say this. It's not all fun. The students go there because they're desperate and hungry for marks. Because whatever end product they produce from that radio station becomes part of their assessment. And what is key with the part of the assessment is that it has to get airplay. That same local radio station has to play it 
for you to sit comfortably and say, okay, at least I have something like 50 upwards. Because if they don't play it, it means there's still raw material that we need to rework on and make sure that we perfect. So we make sure that whatever that you produce, whatever that you work on, however relevant, whatsoever that is in it, gets a play. And if it doesn't, that's a very, very serious problem. Let's go back to my RM100. This is what is used, was used to be our studio from 2009 and, until 2016. And then we thought, but what we do is big. We contribute local content that the MDDA, I'm sure, is interested in. Everyone else is, is interested in. Maybe it's time we move to something, to something big. And this is us now. This is where we're at. Why am I showing this? I'm showing this picture because it's not a very big investment on adverts and all of those, but it's a very big investment on local content. The management has seen that whatever little contribution that we make in terms of content at community radio station has value. And if we're going to advance radio at that level, then we need to invest in state-of-the-art equipment that then makes life very, very good. Let's talk about now the element of relevance. How do we make all these recordings? How do we make all this work uh, uh, um, throughout these radio stations? The first thing is relevance. Local content, like I said, local, localized, making radio fun. Uh, I know most of you, when you're busy running around trying to put together uh, a clip for uh, the news or anything, that, that, that exercise can be fun, especially when you call someone and they say, no, I can't talk to you now, I'm going to a meeting and what's or not, and you have deadlines and what's or not. But with us, it's different because we have all the time. There's no pressure, so we make it fun. We, we just take our time and make sure that whatever that we put together is fun. But the other thing also is we make sure that the people that are at these radio stations can actually see how simple it is to make something out of that little... Uh, uh, that they have. Great. Now, this was during the Heritage Month. We were putting something together and we had back when... Prof. Nkama, I'm sure you, you're familiar with what I'm trying to do here. So, during the Heritage Month, we are told that this is how people used to um, get the fire burning, you need to do that, and, you know, black, petty, Tswana, whatever communities, gauge if you're a man, if you could run the fire. So that's me, ladies and gentlemen, so you don't need to doubt it, eh? Did you see the smoke coming out of it? That's how you made... I didn't see it! Ah! It's there, it's, it's, it's so huge. So, so... This is us going into some sort of a site that's for heritage. And then we get content on how did you guys do things, what's indigenous uh, um, uh, knowledge and all of those. With challenges, I know I've, I've been running slides and it looks all like everything is good. The first thing is funding. These stations are far apart from each other, so you need to get into a bus, drive, and do all of those. So I can imagine if you're going to go into each and every little small community that's there to, to try and contribute local relevant content, it means you need to put money into it. And that's a lot of money. Lack of equipment, you find some people don't have recorders. We've seen this with most of these community stations. So what we do is we, we go with our own recorders, we go with our own transport, we come with our own food and our own brains so that we don't rely too much on the... Um, on the radio station. The other thing is, you, if you're coming from uh, teaching a very large class, 
you totally agree with me that you find students that don't really like radio, but they're forced to do it. Yeah. So you get there and these guys are supposed to work, but nah, this thing is not for me. Even when they see the real thing from the RM100, it still doesn't mean anything to them. So you also have that kind of uh, um, an issue. And then the other thing is negativity. The people who are at community radio station think they made it. I'm sorry. Oh God, you stand at that mirror and then you look at them. It's like you even try to wave. He's busy doing his show. He's giving you that, ah, I made it. He's busy with his show. You get that kind of attitude with most radio commentary station people. You know, you get there, you try to be nice, yeah, so you come from university, you want to learn from you, they give you some kind of attitude. So those are some of the challenges that you come across. I will not play... Okay, I think something went, went wrong here. Yeah, that's my, that's, that's, that's my screen. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Okay, so let me just quickly run through the actual work. What exactly do we do there? What, what, what is this whole thing that we call, um, we call content? I've just tried to pick some of the stuff that could be relevant to you guys. And the reason why I'm saying this could be relevant is because of the local element. I've, I've, I've said local, 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 and local. So you have students coming from university, and these students come from different backgrounds. They come from different places in the country. You find someone who comes from KZN, is a student at the University of Limpopo, and then they go to a radio station. When they get there, they have to contribute content. So what kind of content is local, and what kind of content is relevant for a radio station? Let's go back to the story of xenophobia. We know what happened in 2008, uh, 2010, 2012, 2014, where... Um, People were attacked all over Joburg, all over South Africa. As part of the assignment, as part of the local content that we contribute, we then say to our students, here is a national story. We go into a radio station just around the corner, Palabora in this case. How do you make sure that the content that is national, the content that's international, becomes something that you just pin down to the specific community that's there. These are just the pictures that I've been grabbing over the internet. And what we're going to listen to now is a very short um, feature. We are In South Africa, we have seen a massive outbreak of xenophobic violence. Our black brothers and sisters are being killed and chased out of the country that we claim is united. Eight people have been killed during the recent xenophobic attacks and 78 have been arrested in connection to the xenophobic violence. In addition, 5,000 people have been left homeless and many foreign-owned shops have been looted and burned since the attack started about three weeks ago. The shops are being torched, streets are barricaded, tires are set alight, people are stabbed, shot and burned to death. The Somalis, Mozambicans, Zimbabweans, Pakistanis and many others are all affected by these violent attacks.
good for everyone to travel to any country you want to go because we are all Africans. We are all one color. We are blacks. But about Jagan, there are two stars. I didn't show up for the tax shop. Jerry now more house. Or now I'm a Konufitel lawyer in Torobon. We urge every South African to participate in campaigns that create awarenesses and are against the xenophobic attacks. Joining marches and peaceful protests will show togetherness. Together we can make it happen. An African will never be a foreigner in Africa. Mzansi, let's stand together and fight xenophobia. Say no to xenophobia. We are one nation. No to xenophobia. We are one. Africa, unite. According to the Freedom Charter, South Africa belongs to all who live in it. In the spirit of Ubuntu, Fumunu, Botu, Humanity, let's embrace our fellow Africans. The barbaric violence of xenophobia make a joke of everything we claim to value. It is time for every South African who claims to have a conscience to take a stand against xenophobia. Immigrants are part of the fabric of our society. It's time to celebrate not to criticize. No, I write Africa, all is our brothers, all is our sisters. He come from Africans. When you kill well, someone, when you want to kill something like a goat or like a sheep, it's not good like that. Or every everyone is our people, our brothers, our sisters. You have to stop xenophobia. Let's stop xenophobia. This is not the South Africa Mandela fought for. We are the children of Nelson Mandela. Let's present our country the way that I built it. Remember, before you are a South African, you are an African. And before you are an African, you are human. African doctrine says, Motuke motuk abatu, umuntu umuntu ngabantu, revanabatari ete, we are one. God bless and heal Africa. Okay, yeah. So, so <clears throat> we don't tell the students what to put together. We tell them that you guys need to send a brief, you need to put all this stuff, all these elements that you need and write all these other places everywhere where you want to go to put this together. And this was entirely a student's project. And most of these students here were actually doing it for the first time. They were voicing over a mini feature for the very, very first time in their lives. They had to do the final editing, get all the vox pops, get all the actual work that's in that production. Because of the time, let me just run to the last one that was very, very relevant. I know this is just pictures of the um, other clips that we have here. This one, the Bring Back Our Girls campaign. Now, you can remember what happened uh, with that whole uh, Bring Back Our Girls campaign. The one thing that was interesting with this one story was that it was not for me, it was not for you, it was for everyone. We did this 20, um, 2012 with Palauro FM as well. And my excitement out of this project is that it did not only get airplay at one community radio station, it got airplay at Radio TF as well, and it also played at Mode Community Radio Station. Very, very short, and this was done by students also for the very first time in their, um, in their study. of forcibly taking someone away against their will has once again became a threat in our society. 
Abduction affects the life of our children daily. Bring back our girls. School girls around the globe want a march to show support to the 273 girls kidnapped in Nigeria and 230 girls who are still missing. This is an appropriate global response that can make a greater impact on this matter. Bring Back Our Girls campaign is not only about abducted Nigerian girls, it is about the treatment of women, abuse and girls around the world. The crisis in Nigeria is part of a larger story about human trafficking, terrorism and unequal education. Let's stop the abuse. Let us stop human trafficking. Let's stop racism. Let us stop terrorism. Let's, Let's unite and build one big family. When we are united, we stand divided. We fall, we fall, we fall, we fall. Yep. Very simple. Well, can we please give a big round of applause to Marikana for that? Uh, we don't have a lot of time, so we'll take two questions maximum. No, thank you very much. I think mine is not necessarily um, a question, but uh, I'm just taking advantage of the fact that we have most people that come from community mm -hmm. radio, and I thought it would be a nice opportunity to re-emphasize on some of the things uh, that over the last couple of years one has sort of made uh, an observation. Um, I'm acknowledging the issue of resources, which I do know it's a, a challenge with community radio stations. Mm -hmm. The other thing is about content. Obviously, because of lack of resources, content is always going to be a challenge. But I'm saying, uh, you know, you can always. Um, do with what you have. I mean, we're living in the days of uh, uh, smartphones and you don't need that Maranza to go and uh, get those stories. You can easily use your phone. Then on the uh, third point, uh, uh, relevance, uh, which I think Madikana did touch on this. Uh, more and more, uh, I listen to community radio stations. I observe young people trying to sound like uh, that person they always admired over over the years. And I think it's something that really has to change. Um, when you go to, uh, I don't know, I'm just trying to think here, Timudisa, I know he's no longer uh, active as he used to, but imagine if you're trying to sound like Timudise when he was uh, at 702 or he, during his days at SFM, they're never going to give you an opportunity. So I'm saying, be, be yourself. I think we need to re-emphasize on, uh, on this thing. So, the last point I also want to make, it's um, at SANEF where I chair a, a committee on uh, education and training. One of the things that we're trying to do, uh, because we have focused mainly on uh, mainstream, mainstream media, and we're beginning to say perhaps we need to bring in our young people, particularly from community media, and why it is so important if you listen to Denzel, uh, those of you who were here, he spoke about issues of fake news and all of that. Uh, I was uh, in one of the provinces last year where we did a, a workshop on uh, issues of media and all of that. One of the things that came out was the problem with brown envelope. You can just imagine if you're starting to take bribe when you're working for a community radio, obviously we, we're going to have problems in the industry. So community radio on its own, it's a good
training ground and we've got to emphasize on the principles uh, of, of, of journalism and make sure that we get it right uh, at that level. And I thought those are some of the points which perhaps maybe one could just uh, sort of try and emphasize on, which for me I think are important. No, very key, very key. Thanks for that. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I just want to ask, I'm from uh, Roots Music Radio. Sure. Yes. Uh, how do we make sure we produce good radio in a campus radio station where people are there, we, we are volunteering there, and people are also there to get degrees, and once they got, get their degrees, they move to commercial radio station or a public broadcaster where they get paid. So when you are there, you are uh, a student and also volunteering, doing work. But now you find that only two, three shows are doing well because the rest are demotivated by the fact that they are not getting paid. So how do we make sure that facing that struggle, I have to study for an exam, my show has to go on air, I have to go there prepared. How do you uh, get away with that? Thank you. Okay, very simple. Scrap the whole idea of volunteerism. People are working. There's no one who's volunteering there. The reason why you're not investing in the content is because you are told that you're volunteering, but your station manager, your programs manager, and everyone else is getting paid for it. So, scrap the whole idea of volunteering, get people to sign some sort of a contract that says, okay, we don't have money, but when we do, we'll pay you. But you need to invest your time in this registration. That's the only way this will work. I've always said this to everyone. I'm not, I'm not even shy to say it. Volunteering at commercial registration is the only thing that makes it what it is today. Because you do a very good job, and then when you have to get paid for it, you're told, ah, but you're a volunteer. So it can't work. Okay, let's just, just take one last question because we... Um, yeah. I just wanted to find out, you spoke about uh, your experience with travel and media. Because you capture that, is it, and with the rise of digital, is that going to filter over in, within community registrations into like your digital side, like with YouTube, your content that you get from when you're traveling? Are you going to spread it amongst the radio and digital space? That's actually key because I travel with 10 students and the rest of the 240 are left on campus. How do they know if we're having fun and all of those? It's because we tweet, we post, we put everything online. And that's the only way you also get to connect with these same people that you write stories about. If you don't travel, obviously, trust me, imagine if you want to work for Y, but you've never been to Jobek. Let's think about it. So there's no way we, we can work this thing out. If you in the media industry, you need to love traveling as much as I do. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, this is all the time that we have for today. Thanks very much for coming. You've been a Thank you very much, Marikana. Yeah.